Hi, this is Lisa, and you are listening to I Love That Movie. This podcast is for movie lovers. It's not an unbiased opinion. It's not a straightforward review. It's just a couple people talking about a movie that they love. The format is each week I have a guest, and that guest and I discuss a movie that they love, something they're obsessed with, something they connect with. We'll talk about the plot, the director, and the actors, but we'll also talk about the personal connection my guest has with that movie. So if that sounds like something you want to listen to, keep listening. This is Lisa, and you're listening to I Love That Movie. And if you want to catch up with me on Twitter, you can find me at ILTM Podcast. I'm also on Instagram at I Love That Movie Podcast. And we've got a Patreon. Uh, the show is always free, but if you want to support us on there, you can. That's at patreon.com slash I Love That Movie. And want to take a quick second to thank my top patrons, Chris Balga, Jeff Woodman, and Michael Cross. Thank you guys for keeping the lights on. Uh, we've got a Teespring in case you guys want any I love that movie swag we have a discord and a Facebook group and lastly we of course have a website so check us out on there uh, I love that movie podcast.com um, and if you like what you hear today please subscribe and rate the show it does help new listeners find us um, I've got a new guest with me here today I've got Katie uh, who I've recorded with on the SCS podcast say hi Katie hello everyone and Katie, um, if you want to take a quick second and just kind of introduce yourself to everybody. Um, so obviously my name's Katie. Um, <laughs> so I, I've been in the entertainment writing zone for about four years now. Um, I started with Wobam Entertainment, then moved over into the fans, um, and now I write for Full Circle Cinema. Cool. Um, Greg on the Super Civil Servants podcast got me back into podcasting. I'd done it on and off for a little bit. So now I kind of co-host over there most Friday nights. And <laughs> But now you can catch me every Thursday with Geek Ultimate Alliance. On nice. Bi-weekly, I have a, a film podcast myself. It's called Slice of Film. Um, nice. It goes into a lot of old movies that I haven't really seen, but also some new ones. Like, I want to be able to cover the the book smarts of the world that don't necessarily get the credit they deserve. Um, totally. And then I also, the other week, I co-host with Nathan uh, on the Star Wars Alliance podcast. Um, Wonderful. You can find all my stuff, though, at slicerscribbles.com. That's my personal website. Um, so everything about me and what I my work of the world you can find there so <laughs> awesome well glad to have you on and you know my guest always picks the movie so what what movie did you choose to talk about today um real quick I forgot to say my personal twitter my personal twitter is kgillstrap13 and I'll talk about it, just about anything there um <laughs> sorry I'm a little scatterbrained no, um the movie I picked today is The Lovebirds with Kumail, and I'm going to butcher this again, Kumail Nanjiani. Nanjiani. Mm -hmm. um, and Issa Rae. Um, yes. 
very quirky movie, one that I really didn't think I was going to like. It's a, it's a romantic comedy directed by Michael Showalter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just kind of, uh, I, I, I watched the movie to talk about it with some friends on Talking Netflix Full Circle Cinemas, one of Full Circle Cinemas podcasts. Oh, cool. And I actually really loved it. So... Awesome. Yeah, this is this is a kind of a rare occurrence because we typically talk because it's called I love that movie. Usually people pick movies that are older, like that they grew up mm-hmm. with or, you know, so I don't always get to cover newer movies. So I was excited that you picked this because I was like, <laughs> hey, this is our first 2020 movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, no, it was actually a lot of fun. And because I, I was watching it um, and my sister came in um, and she like watched uh the the fireworks scene where they were in yeah. the car and she was like how much time do you have left and i was like oh it's only about 25 minutes and she was like oh, okay i won't make you start over then and i was like you know what i don't mind restarting it so we restarted nice. it from that point that's the first time i'd seen it and we watched the whole thing um kumail and Issa definitely have a lot of great chemistry in this movie um so yeah, I, I it's I I can't wait to make my boyfriend watch it with me. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so my history with this film is that I saw the trailers and I I, I did think it looked pretty funny. I like Kumail a lot, so I that kind of sold me alone. I like his sense of humor, but I wasn't won over by the uh, the trailers for Stuber, and then that didn't do very well. So I was kind of like, mm. so then when this came out, I was like, okay, I like this one. <laughs> like, the concept in this yeah. trailer appeals more to me. And, and like you, I don't typically like rom-coms, so you know, I was like... It, he was kind of carrying it for me. I was like, I'm going to watch because I enjoy him uh, from, I, I don't know, I've seen him in a ton of stuff. Obviously, he was on Silicon Valley uh, for the whole run of that show. He was also in Portlandia a lot. Um, and I, uh, he's been on, like, Comedy Bang Bang. And so, like, I, I was familiar with him and I really liked him. So um, I saw it when it dropped. And, yeah, I thought it was really funny. It, it's got kind of medium ratings, but I would say, like, I think it's better than the rating score that it gets for sure. And I, you know, don't often, comedies are kind of like one and done a lot of times because you kind of know the jokes, but I agree with you. Like I would not mind rewatching this. So, you know, that's, that's pretty different for that type of film for me. Yeah. I, so I saw this trailer like with the birds of prey movie, because this movie was originally supposed to come out in theaters. Um, Mm -hmm. And I saw the i saw the donkey kick scene and i was like wow that that looks like a terrible (laughs) movie i was like this is not what i'm gonna watch and so i completely watched this movie out of like obligation to another podcast Uh, (laughs) and i'm like wow i'm i'm really glad i'm on that podcast because i don't know if i'd watch this i so i have seen stuber but that's really the only thing I've seen Kumail in. Oh gosh, so that probably um, gives you a poor view of him. <laughs> yeah, because um, I did not like that movie. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that was wh- how a lot of people felt about it. <laughs> probably including Kumail. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm really glad I watched this one. Um, like I said, uh, I kind of, like, I got, like, I, I really enjoyed their bickering aspects of it 
because I, yeah, I guess which that's is how I see annoying, but it was funny in this one. Yeah, but, and I guess I'm a bigger, <laughs> bigger, bigger, bigger. One of those two. Um, I, I definitely bigger a lot. So I, I guess that's why. Because a couple of my friends did say that that bugged them. But to me, I was just like, oh, okay, I'm seeing myself on the big screen right here. (laughs) I love that. I can't wait to dive into that. Well, uh, before we continue, as you guys know, um, we are not spoiler free. So you might want to go watch this on Netflix real quick before you listen to this. But here is the synopsis for Lovebirds. On the brink of breaking up, a couple gets unintentionally embroiled in a bizarre murder mystery. As they get closer to clearing their names and solving the case, they need to figure out how they and their relationship can survive the night. Pretty pretty accurate. Yep, definitely <laughs> I think accurate. What a, yeah, I think what appealed to me about the trailer was just the concept of... And they kind of don't really go there. Like, I don't know if you felt this way, but I thought that they were going to explore... Uh, possibly a political bent with it because it was like in the trailer it's like this white guy pretending to be a cop murder someone and then they're left behind and they're like how are we going to explain this and I, I kind of thought that the movie was going to take that direction which it does not at yeah. all uh, and I also you know we get this kind of like in the trailer we got a little glimpse of like the sort of eyes wide shut scene in other parts and I was like I don't know there was something very funny about that to me so I decided to go ahead and watch this and yeah I think there's just a lot of really good scenes and I agree with you about the about the uh, back and forth we could call it banter I I guess it's bickering maybe it is worse than banter but um, (laughs) they they do a really good job of balancing the of balancing that like they I think that there's a way that you could have told the story where uh, Gibran who is played by Kumail could be very irritating like he could be just awful but I think they do enough with both characters to where I don't know you can see underneath that that he's like this funny good person and you know that's like his quirk you know so yeah I don't know I just there are so many scenes that I really liked in this film and typically I go through my trivia at this point but there's not a lot of trivia about this one (laughs) I feel like with everything that's going on in the world right now people just aren't as focused (laughs) on finding trivia facts about this movie you alluded to it earlier was supposed to be released like um I think back in April and obviously that did not happen so they decided to release it uh digitally which I was fine with I was like oh good I was kind of wanting to see that so I'm glad it went digital um the director I don't know much about him other than I saw that he also directed the big six so that made a lot of sense um and you know that movie I actually still haven't seen I have to admit but (laughs) I haven't seen it either obviously it's like embarrassing especially when I just said that I was like a fan (laughs) and but uh you know obviously that's about that was co-written by him and his wife and um garnered a lot of praise and really launched his career I think is definitely what led him to uh you know start working uh on um what's the Marvel film that he's going to be in uh, Eternals. Eternals. Okay, I'm always afraid I'm going to say the wrong word. I feel like there's a lot of like superhero <laughs> type teams that have similar sounding names, so I'm as afraid to say it wrong. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really launched his career, and so um, you know, this movie came out, and I I think I feel like it's been received pretty well, um, and I can't wait to see him do more. But um, why don't you run through some of your your favorite scenes from the film? Uh, 
Sure. So I I definitely think this movie will do a lot better on Netflix than it will on than it would have in theaters. I first agree. of all, um, because I don't think as many people would have seen it honestly. Um, but definitely f- favorite scenes I would have to say would be kind of the opening one. Uh, where mustache kills bicycle. Uh, <laughs> By the I way, like mustache it. is from the show Castle Rock. His name's Paul Sparks. Okay, and he plays a bad guy on the latest season. That's kind of obscure. I don't know how many okay. people listening to this watch Castle Rock, but I was like, it's that guy, and he's always a bad guy. <laughs> Go I, I knew he looked familiar. <laughs> I I haven't seen Castle Rock myself, but um, uh, so I I know that 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 opening scene kind of sounds bad, but I'm more of talking towards the the earlier part of it but i've always been of the opinion that if you meet things with laughter you learn a lot more from them um Mm -hmm. and so definitely i think even after like uh jabron and leilani are standing there in front of the guy and the two white people come up and walk forward and they're like oh my gosh you killed him like and jabron's kind of going back and forth and going no i didn't i only ran over him like (laughs) i ran over him but he lived through that (laughs) yeah i I think that says a lot about today's society and currently what's going on with black lives matter um but also kind of just showcasing us what could happen like if people just kind of walk in what people are assuming automatically um so i thought that was a good scene to have but also the first part where they're bickering and then they actually hit the guy like that was funny um yeah <laughs> so and then the orgy scene was hysterical to me i do have a question about that one for you if we can go ahead and get into it okay um, go for it <laughs> so like i so when when if you're new to a party and you're like trying to sneak in and they're like oh yeah we're gonna do this in three seconds. Would you, <laughs> would you not wait and see what everyone else does? That was one of my first. favorite parts. Reveal yourself, and they like automatically <laughs> take their masks off, and they're like, "Ooh, nobody else did that." <laughs> yeah, they're like, "This is the number one rule," and I'm like, "Oh gosh!" Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, you would think if it's there's so much secrecy that you know removing their masks would probably be the last thing they would do. I mean, they went right. through a lot of trouble to all be wearing these masks and. They're witnessing something that they probably don't want other people to know about. They're probably right? not going to ask you to remove it. <laughs> I, I and I also appreciated how how the like how the orgy kind of tracked back to the opening argument, where they're like, "Yes, oh yeah, you want an orgy? Like we'll schedule it." <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny there's a because... lot of stuff that like pays off and comes back around mm. with their jokes in the film for sure yeah they definitely did a good job like making sure you could track everything and it wasn't just a random okay here's a joke like no right. this will this will make sense <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot to kind not forgot but I also wanted to make sure that I run over Issa Rae too I'm not as familiar with her I know she's on uh, Insecure which now that I have HBO Max I can actually watch but I absolutely <laughs> adored her she was she's so beautiful first of all um, and yes. then secondly she is just so hilarious I mean I can see how she carries a comedy show and I'm really excited to see more of her work now um, but I agree like the two of them have very good chemistry and in the film i feel like she's definitely like the heart of the relationship she is uh, absolutely a little more grounded and knows what she wants and she has some growth to go through as well in the relationship but she's 
I think she's more secure in who she is than Debron, for sure. Yeah. No, and I think that kind of tracks back to like, and they use the documentary film as kind of the symbol for that. Like, he's just so scared he doesn't want anyone else to see it. Like, what if they're going to critique it in a bad way? Like, I'm that person, definitely. Like, I'm always so nervous about hitting publish on something. <laughs> because I'm like, oh gosh, is the reception going to be good here? But they did a they did a good job making sure you had something tangible to look at as part of that thematic element instead of just using it for him. I think it's kind of refreshing too that like they do argue in the film, but there's real issues that they have to work out. And so it doesn't just feel like two people like nagging each other or just fighting. It's like, it feels like they've been in this relationship. I mean, they kind of established that, that they've been in it for a couple years now. And there's just like a lot of stuff that's been left unsaid. And there's that part of every relationship, I think, where you get to a point where it's like, we got to talk about some stuff. And that's yeah. like normal and healthy. And I feel like a lot of times when people disagree, it's portrayed very negatively. So I kind of liked in this movie that, you know, they do have a couple knockdown drag outs. Um, but it's not, you know, overly hostile. It's just them getting like their feelings out. And so I feel like that ends up being like a really sweet element of the movie too that I kind of wasn't expecting. Yeah, it, especially because they do bicker so much like that's what (laughs) that's what most couples do Uh, (laughs) and so just to see it especially seeing the one year later scene at the end where you just kind of know it all worked out and i mean sure like at the at the lake scene you kind of figured it once you had that ending but at the same time like you you want the you want the proof. You don't want an inception on your hands where you leave the audience thinking for <laughs> a rom-com. Leave a spinning top. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For a rom-com, you need to know what the ending is. I don't care who you are. You need to know what the ending is. <laughs> yeah. You want to leave with warm fuzzies. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. I think one of uh, my favorite things that happened in the movie, or maybe this is just an overall statement, but I think another reason why I like the plot of this film is this touches on like a, a fear that I kind of have already of, um, I don't know, somehow inadvertently being involved in a case that I do not want to have any part in. Like, you know, seeing something like that or being involved in something like that, I feel like is like a really kind of absurd fear I have because of all the true crime stuff I listen to and watch that I'm like, oh God, Mm. or like I'll listen to like a horror story about somebody who just happened to be (laughs) in the wrong place. And so there's a lot of humor in that for me, even though in real life it's obviously very serious. But um, it does touch on something that I'm worried about. And so I feel like also like the personality uh, that Kumail has where he's extremely like, in a lot of his films, he plays like a very like nervous, anxious person. I relate to that. I feel like I would have no idea what to do. And even when they like run from the scene, I'm like, I feel like I would maybe consider that because it's just oh, yeah. so overwhelming. It's like, what are you supposed to do? And then once you do that, it's like, how do you walk that back? So I felt like they did a pretty good job in the movie of, um, you know, they go on all these different sort of adventures throughout the night. And I kept wondering how it was all going to wrap up, but I think it wraps up pretty satisfyingly. But uh, a scene that I really liked was when they broke into that guy's room that yes. it's after they get the pictures and then uh-huh. um, they get another clue because they keep getting like more clues as as they work together of course they yes. get more clues in the movie and uh, they go to that frat kid's house and they're both just so disarmingly like 
nice <laughs> that when they try to like beat him up, I thought that was a pretty funny scene. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're just like calling him names and he's just like, what? He's like so scared of them. And I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, he's like, Look. what? And um, yeah, I really like that scene. And then of course, that's when, as you said, mustache uh, comes in and wastes everybody right after they mm-hmm. leave. But um, it sets up, you know, there's this really big other plot that's happening there's a conspiracy that we've been given like a couple little nuggets of but it's all going to kind of tie up and make sense in the end yep what's another uh scene that you kind of gelled with um definitely the the meeting where they have the masks on i i thought that was hysterical (laughs) and it just shows how much of a couple they truly are because they're they're sitting there and they're still bickering even though like supposed to be watching the orgy intently (laughs) yeah Um, and they're like oh people do this or would you do that it's like it's yeah and then especially how oilani is like oh like i can get into (laughs) this it's it's and again going back to the opening scene where she's she's just like an orgy what and so it that was kind of funny um but it's and I guess what caught my eye mainly and like definitely warmed my heart with Issa and Kumail's chemistry was the fireworks scene where they're oh, yeah. like, up to that point they'd been like, oh yeah, we're broken up, we're broken up, we're broken up. And then like she just coaxes it out of him because she knows him so well and just is like, nope, you're going to come sing with me. You're going to sing. I don't care what it is. You're going to sing. <laughs> I felt ba- and then at that moment I was like oh no the poor Uber driver but then she jimes in too so it's all good she was yeah. into it she was feeling it it was a moment that's, that's true but yeah <laughs> I love the uh, the scene where they go to their f- friend's uh, engagement party I guess it is because don't they I, I'm sorry oh my throat it's just got the, dry. I, it's, it's an engagement party I think right that they go to it, it just so I'm looking at the Wikipedia right now, and it says dinner party. I think it was okay, just a okay, dinner party. Okay, I think but what's the, throwing me off is they saw that two of their friends got engaged earlier in the film. Yeah, that was what kind of started the argument Yeah, like, okay, so let me rephrase that. I like the scene where they go to the dinner party um, because that whole thing is just super awkward. They show up extra late they don't bring the wine they said they were gonna bring and then which is like a huge no-no if you've ever been to a dinner party with your friends it's like we all remember that one person that doesn't remember to bring something um not that that's ever been me or anything but um yeah yeah, so they show up super late and they're dressed really ridiculous and kumail is like punched in the face and they have to come up with this really ridiculous story and get their friend to hack an iphone um and that part was really funny yeah uh, I kind of like liked how they go got him to get the uh, like break into the phone. Because yeah, like, he's like, I can't remember oh. it because I've been hit in the head. It's like such a ridiculous scenario. But oh, it's yeah. kind of funny too. Like their friends are so supportive, they just kind of go along with it. They're like, all right, y'all are acting off, but you know, you're our friends. We're going to help you. And it's also a moment for Camille to like really get to know her coworker that he's so jealous of and yeah. realize that he's not a threat at all and that, you know, 
she talks about him all the time. I, I love all the times he complains about her coworker though, and like <laughs> how he steals jokes and how he's like not that funny and he's not so great. And why does everybody like him? I think yep. everyone can kind of relate to like a scenario like that. <laughs> yep. And I think it kind of goes back to his own personal insecurity, like like you were touching on earlier about his uh, his film project. It's all kind of wrapped up in that. It's like he's so afraid to really put himself out there. He's like overly cautious about how he's viewed by everyone else. So mm-hmm. it's like ironic because he kind of treats Lilani like she's so shallow and even says that at one point. But really, he's the one that's way more concerned about what everybody thinks. And I think that's kind of what he learns throughout the movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you have, like, another scene that you enjoyed? Uh, that was kind of really it for me. The ending scene, though, I liked. Uh, and again, it, it just shows how great the the directors and the screenwriters were with making sure everything paid off. The whole one, two, three thing, where <laughs> they both did it, and they both had no idea what the other was trying to do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but then it, they get it here, and then all of a sudden they know what the other one wants. So that that was a nice touch. Like, just they did such a phenomenal job of not leaving a stone un, unturned. Or like, that's not the right word I wanted to say. But like, connecting everything together and not leaving like anything open. Like, it all made sense. Yeah, I agree. I also like the scene with the, what they think is going to be like their undoing when a uh, they get taken down to the station and talked to and they're like so freaked out and then they're like yeah there was a video of the whole thing we know you didn't do it and they were like yeah. what like they had spent this whole night and they're like we've been trying to call you and reach you this whole time to tell you what's <laughs> going on and because we're worried about you and they're yeah. like oh and it kind of just undercuts like everything they've done the whole movie which is pretty <laughs> funny yeah um, and so I, I I really liked that part. And they were like, oh, yeah, we're just going to let you go. And they're like, you are? And it's like you just have this idea in your mind of what it would be like to be interrogated. I think all of us are like, I'm going to crack and, you know, admit to stuff that I didn't even do because <laughs> yeah. I'm so scared. And so, like, you think that that's going to happen and then it, like, doesn't at all. So I kind of liked that part, too. And their outfits that they came up with from the... Because this is in New Orleans, which is another thing I forgot to kind of mention. Like, I thought that was interesting that it takes place in New Orleans. It's not like the typical setting for a movie like this. Usually it's like New York or something, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, New Orleans was a nice touch, though, because it offered you something different, I guess, than your typical rom-com. Because like you said, it, it, most of those are... New York, really. I, I can't think of one off the top of my head that's honestly not New York. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or like some big city like Atlanta or Los Angeles, stuff like that. But I think one interesting thing about the setting too is that they, that's why they're dressed that way because like if you've ever been to New Orleans or it's kind of like Vegas in that way of like there's, I mean, there's, you know, uh, souvenir shops everywhere but those cities really play up the party aspect at their at their little shops so you know them going to like a CVS and putting all that crazy stuff on feels so real because it's like that's what would be at those stores whereas if you go somewhere else they might not have all that kind of crazy stuff yeah I can definitely see that um and uh, so the 
the infamous donkey kick scene that I talked about in the beginning. This is not where I was going <laughs> to go, by the way, the... but it, it, no, that's cool. <laughs> it's there. Um, I I didn't find that what I, that was probably my one degrading factor of this movie was I was like, really, are you really gonna kick someone in the face with a donkey or? It was or the, the grease, most the bacon un- grease. <laughs> yeah, it was the most unique torture devices that I think I've ever seen in a movie. Um, but yeah, I- it was interesting. I guess they were playing up the southern aspect of it. I don't really know. <laughs> that would be my best guess. Um, but Anna Camp, I would definitely have to say, uh, she plays the woman. Excuse me. Um. In that scene, her name's uh, Eddie. Yeah, um, she's in the big group conspiracy thing. Uh, gosh, dang yeah, it. she's like married to the senator or whatever that yeah. goes to this sex cult, and that's the whole problem. That you know, that's why that one, why bicycle, as they refer to him, got killed was because mustache knew that he had those pictures and killed him to get them and you know it's all part of this big plot to cover up that they're going to the sex cult which is absurd like not even really that illegal they're just like consenting adults having sex but I guess because he's a political figure it's like a big scandal yeah but yeah that's kind of like the main point there is just like oh yeah family values for politics but (laughs) topic for a different day um no i thought she was kind of the highlight of that scene uh she really pulled out the southern accent right there and and made it work i think in a realistic way i i think this has to be one of my favorite movies she's in like i saw her in pitch perfect oh yeah Uh, me too (laughs) where i i love the pitch perfect movies don't get me wrong but i me too her performance in those isn't one of my favorites um but i thought she did really well in this one yeah, she was funny. And I agree with you. When I saw that in the trailer, I didn't think it was that funny. But then when Anna's working that scene, it, it definitely pays off more than in the trailer, for sure. Because you have more time yeah. with her. And there's more jokes that she tells than just that one. So it, it, it all adds up to a lot, a much funnier scene than I was anticipating. Because I think I thought the same thing as you. I felt like I was going to be like, okay, during that scene, I'll be like, okay, time for the next one. Yeah. But it was pretty funny. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm trying to think of any... I feel like I recognize so many people watching this, but I'm trying to think back on it in case I forget about anybody. I think Anna Camp was probably the only other face that I for sure realized who she was, though. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I'm, like, looking at pictures. Was there anything else? I don't think so. Um, I definitely I definitely highly recommend this one. Um, it... it... I think it can touch on a lot of real world issues, especially if you watch it multiple times, but it Mm -hmm. also, it makes it to where it's going to be one of those movies that you can consistently come back to. That's kind of a comfort thing because Issa and Kumail have a lot of great chemistry together. Um, The jokes all line up with each other. Nothing feels genuinely out of place except the donkey kick scene and who, who knows <laughs> you might find the donkey kick scene funny listener uh, <laughs> that one just yeah. was the only place where i was like eh. um 
So I definitely, this is definitely going to be one of those where it's going to be a nice, I need a laugh, comfort movie watch. That was definitely why I watched it. I, you know, with everything that's happening right now, I was I find myself going to like happier films a lot. And so when this came out, I was like, oh, this feels like an actual like date night, you know, like yeah. me and my husband can watch it and like genuinely enjoy it and just not think about anything else. And so it was really fun and entertaining. And I really appreciated the fact that it introduced me to Issa Rae because now I kind of want to go back through her career and kind of see all the stuff that she's been in because she's in a lot of stuff like on HBO and so I was like okay yay this like introduced me to someone new and I always get excited when I you know quote unquote discover new people <laughs> yeah definitely I'm I, I, I'm working my way through my Netflix list right now um but afterwards I can definitely see like going and saying oh you know what I could watch more of her so yeah. yeah you're right she'll definitely be on my list of people to watch later and I think with this one it represents Kumail a lot better than Stuber especially from what I've heard <laughs> about other pieces he's in like the big sake um or a lot of his uh H I think his t- most of his tv shows were on HBO or like yeah, some yeah. version of it the big- uh, Silicon Valley being like the biggest one yeah yeah, so going back through and kind of hitting those for him especially. Um, and it honestly, it got me even more excited for Eternals. Like, I after Endgame, I was really kind of burnt out on superhero movies. Like, I'm not excited for Black Widow. <laughs> uh, Eternals is some, being something different. I was kind of like, exactly, oh, okay. Yeah. And it's got a great cast associated with it. Like, it's got a lot of Game of Thrones people who I really enjoyed there. So I, w- I, I was more on top of things for Eternals than I was Black Widow. But now I'm really excited for Eternals, especially to see like where Kumail goes with his characters. So Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I'm kind of in the same camp with you on Marvel in the sense that I tend to like the ones that are a little bit like different from the other films, uh, mm-hmm. you know, formula wise. Like I, you know, I liked like Doctor Strange and like some of the films that like some yeah. people didn't necessarily love I'm like I like them because they're different and like Eternal seems very fresh and you know like it's going to be in a different direction so um I think that's going to be a good thing I hope you know it come whenever it comes out <laughs> like hopefully that happens uh but yeah I'm I'm uh I, I I'm glad that you picked this movie and I do recommend it I think it's like a great movie to just kind of kick back and relax and just kind of watch and enjoy and um, I don't know. It was fun. I, I, I'm excited to see more from the director. And I think I need to charge myself with finally seeing The Big Six so I can <laughs> stop having that hang over my head. I can't believe I've not seen that movie. <laughs> yes. Well, Katie, uh, thank you so much for coming on today. I really appreciate it. I know we'd been trying to get this in the work, so I'm glad. Yes, we, this we was connected fun. And, and yeah, it was super fun. Uh, do you want to recap real quick uh, where people can find you? So you can find me on Twitter at kgelstrap13. Uh, and instead of listing all my podcast links and everything, you can find every podcast I'm associated with in my bio makes it easy go follow slice of film go follow star wars alliance go follow super civil servants um and then my web my personal website where again you can find everything associated me is slicegribbles.com and that's also in that's the link in my bio on twitter so very easy right there 
well, Katie, you're going to have to come back and think of another movie because we got to do this again. This is super fun. Yes. I, I'll, pi- I'll pick another recent movie because that's about all I see. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, thank you so much and have a good one. You too. 